are listening to My Work in Progress. I'm Heidi Vega, and today we have a special guest, Marie Friedman, who is going to hopefully inspire you guys to wake up and open your eyes to the magic that is you as a woman. If you're not a woman, it's okay. This podcast could still, this episode specifically, (laughs) could still be a great resource for you. Um, We had such fun um, just recording and it was a great conversation, guys. I'm looking forward to sharing it with you. Before I do, I'd like to invite you guys to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and uh, or, you know, wherever you're listening from. So you'll be up to date when the new episodes come out. And let's get into this episode. get started. Um, I'd like to take a moment, though, to welcome you to my work in progress, the podcast. Um, Do you mind introducing yourself just a little bit about who you are and what you do? No, it's my honor and pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, My name is Marie Friedman. I am a mama. I am a wife. And I'm a spiritual teacher and a booty yoga instructor. And really, my mission is to inspire and empower mamas to feel their best, love themselves for all that they are, and really remember who they are outside of motherhood while being united in that most important role as well. So that's just me in a nutshell. That's awesome. And um, I actually came across your Instagram. That's kind of how we got connected. I I think I was searching a hashtag. I can't remember exactly. I think I was in search for a hashtag and your profile came up and I just started scrolling through your content. And to say the least, I was inspired by almost, all, I mean, all of your posts are something that I feel like speaks to me in one way or another, whether it's as a mother or just as a woman in general. And um, one thing that I found was this, um, these rise gatherings. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Like, what is it? And what's your role in it? Totally. So rise gatherings uh, was actually created by one of my very best soul sisters. And it was created for uh, women to unite and be empowered through transformational experiences that are accessible. So Rise Gatherings has day retreats, and there's also an annual weekend every year actually held in the Pocono Mountains in Pennsylvania. And I am a facilitator there. So at Rise Gatherings, the weekend getaway, I teach booty yoga and I host a mama soul circle where I hold sacred space for women who are mothers to come together and really explore themselves inside and outside of their roles as mothers and allow them to basically be turned back on, right? Because sometimes as moms, we can turn off and um, it's that sacred space to do so. So that's what I get to do at Rise. That's awesome. And so how did you get started in that? I mean, I guess I should go back a little bit further and ask, how did you get started with spirit, spiritual teaching in general? 
Sure. So when I have um, two daughters, uh, one is five and a half and one is 18 months. And when my older daughter was born, I had no mom friends. I was the only <laughs> one to be having a child at that time in my It was actually a really isolating time for me. Mm. And um, once she was born, one day I saw this email and it was um, about a oneness meditation. And I was super intrigued. I had never stepped out of my box and I decided to go and I showed up and that was really the door that opened for me. And um, oneness is a non-denominational uh, experience for people to just deepen their connection to themselves and to others. Mm. And um, basically my world got blown wide open and I went on the fast track down spiritual seeking and I wanted truth and I was just, I became a seeker and it was really like I woke back up. It was like I had this remembering of all these things that, you know, when you hear certain things and they resonate in you, mm -hmm. um, you can't ignore that, you know? So yeah. I didn't, I just explored it so much. And it was, like I said, at a time when I really needed it. So it connected me to myself and it gave me faith and hope uh, when at sometimes I didn't have any, cause I really actually, you know, when I look back, I'm like, oh, I probably had post baby blues with my first daughter. Right. Um, you know, but sometimes when you're in it, you can't really tell. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I went on the fast track and I just dove so deep and I'm, I'm feel very blessed that I was able to do that. You know, I was home with my daughter and I had the time and the means to be able to do that. So that was the ignition that I needed. Um, and I've always been a teacher. I was in fitness. I still am, <laughs> but I was in fitness for 10 years. Um, mm -hmm. and I was always teaching. So then when this came up, um, I'm also a holistic health coach, right? So I went from fitness and then I was teaching people about food. And then when I found the spirituality, it was like, oh, oh wait, this is what we need to be talking about. <laughs> so that was really how it all started from my, from my child, which, you know, I think you can probably relate, you know, oh, once yeah. you're, once your baby's born, everything gets turned upside down. Oh yeah. It makes you question everything about yourself in such a crazy way you know like I I remember going to college and feeling like well this kind of makes me have to explore myself and kind of get to know myself aside apart from my family which were really close-knit so that was something but just motherhood turns everything <laughs> around and you are suddenly in a place where you feel like you have to kind of come to who you truly are because you have this little little person looking at, up to you, you know what I mean, and, and needing you in ways that no one has ever needed you before. And yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. And I can completely relate. Um, one thing also that really caught my eye was the fact that you are um, – kind of creating these teachings and and saying like okay yeah we're all mothers that unites us in a way you know we're we're mothers but outside of motherhood how you can kind of get your like you know turn back on as you said I, I, I find that so fascinating what what led you to that kind of experience and feeling like that was something you wanted to teach as well mm, that's like the juiciest part for me mm. <laughs> so um <laughs> You know, like I said, as a mom, 
so often we have these ideas of what we're supposed to be like as a mom. Right. Uh, whether you're a working mom, you're a stay-at-home mom, you're a part-time working mom, you know, we all have different levels of hard. And I think that for me, initially, there's so much judgment, right? Whether you're a working mom or whether you're staying at home, we're kind of all judging each other. Mm-hmm. And it's really messed up. Um, and we're not only judging each other, but we're judging ourselves. Um, and I think that that's the root of it. So I found myself in a space where um, I was no longer passionate about much. You know, it was like you get so in the rut of the day to day and it's beautiful because you have your cute little munchkin. Um, <laughs> but it, it kind of felt like the light was dimmed, you know, even though I was super immersed into spirituality and I was so connected mm-hmm. to my divine and, and all that stuff. But then actually when I was pregnant with my second daughter, Um, a book came into my life. And I believe that everything happens for me and for us. Uh, Mm. You know, there's no coincidences in my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. And this book is called Pussy, A Reclamation. Mm. And it's by Regina Thomasauer. Have you ever heard of it? No, I have not. Okay, write it down because it's amazing. (laughs) Um, So this book, it came to me and I was reading it and Heidi, I can't even tell you it was, it's basically the history, or I could say her story Mm. of woman. And it's how woman was revered and the goddess was worshipped and and how over the last 20,000 years that was wiped out and that now that's what's finally being reawakened. Um, so I was always connected to like, wow, the divine feminine, what is this? How do I connect to this? It always was something that felt right to me to pursue. Mm. And then when I got this book, the, the stories that are all history, um, it, it was like the initial anger actually of, oh my God, I was never taught this. Mm. Nobody, nobody told me this. You know, and I I mean, I'm sure you can probably relate like that happens to us when we're waking up, you know? Yeah. Um, And so when I was reading this book, uh, I was like, oh, my God, I'm supposed to learn about all of this for my daughters because I was never taught this. Uh, Clearly, my mother hadn't and and so forth through generations behind me, you know, so um, I decided right then and there as I was reading the book that uh, I would go to this this woman, Regina Thomas Hour, she's called Mama Gina. Mm-hmm. And she hosts a mastery program in New York every spring. And I had told my husband, I said, uh, after I have the baby, I'm going to go do this for me. <laughs> and, you know, so so that's a big deal for a woman, I believe, right? Oh, to yeah. stand up for what we need and to take time away from our families. And yeah. I went and it absolutely changed my life more than any other thing I have ever done in my life. Mm. And it was this, basically it's, it's tapping us back into our pleasure. Mm. And I believe that as women, we're really, we're really not taught about pleasure, right? Instead, we're actually shamed for it. And, you know, we're, we're, it's so many things that have been the way that it has always been really because we live in a patriarchal society and culture. Um, so once I was immersed in this and my whole being changed and it was 
tap into the sensuality uh, aspect of myself and the sexual aspect of myself that are innate, right? In every single woman. Uh, but it gets turned off and it's, you know, it's nobody's fault other than, you know, the patriarchy, which is uh, just the culture that we're in. So once I had that shift, I was like, oh my God, uh, other women need this. Like we, mm. we, we all need to be taught this. And so that was really what, what led me running in the direction of empowering women and teaching them about the divine feminine and their pleasure potential and and all the things that uh, encompass that Hmm. yeah and you know to me it's like when I when I really think about it I feel like it took me longer than it should have to kind of realize even biologically like what is going on with me almost just as Hmm. a woman you know and I feel like there's so little information it's kind of just like on the hush and recently I'm seeing all these all these women, YouTubers, whatever, content creators coming out and speaking about it and being so open about it. And I'm like, wow, you know, uh, now that I'm older, it's obviously it's I'm it's, I'm grateful that that's happening now, you know, and that I get to be in this time period when women are kind of talking just and being genuine in their experiences because it almost it then enables other women to come out and speak on whatever they're going through and we find that we're more similar than we thought you know and um I think it also affects men in many ways you know even if you see it as like the patriarchy it it goes it's negative towards men too because at the end of the day they don't learn you know what I mean they're depressed about a woman's experience they don't get to have the knowledge so when we're angry with them and we're like Mm -hmm. why don't you understand you know well we don't understand so you know you can't be completely upset at them for not understanding when we haven't been taught either you know that that it's just kind of a vicious cycle with that and so I think it's wonderful that you're kind of reaching in and doing that because you know it's still even though more women are doing that it's still not um I wouldn't say it's mainstream yet you know no I totally agree and I'm so happy you said that about the men and first of all I want to just note that I would have never said the word pussy before like that. I grew up and that was like, a, oh my God, like I couldn't even, I would call it the P word. I would never mm. say it. And, and part of what Mama Gina teaches is how we're taking that back. Um, mm. But I love that you brought up the men, Heidi, because the whole thing with feminine power and women's empowerment and the divine feminine rising is not to diminish men in any Mm -hmm. way, right? It's so that we can rise up to take our seat next to them and so that we can be united together. And I I so agree with you on the patriarchy has messed the men up just as much, if not worse, right? Because Mm -hmm. they have all these feelings of uh, not being able to share their feelings, wearing all the masks, uh, having to provide in, in such a way where they're so driven by money that purpose is not even a, a word to them, mm-hmm. you know? So we're really all victims of this. And, uh, you know, I believe that just starting the conversations allows us to start to shift that. And that's where, you know, Mama Gina says that it creates the cracks in the patriarchy, 
you know, which really goes so deep, right, to, to Christianity and religion and how all of that stomped out uh, the worship of, of women. Um, mm. You know, so it's, you know, if you look back in history, men worshiped the women and understood that they could not be in their full power without a woman being in her full power. Right, right. And I, it, right, you know? Right. That it needs to be, uh, I mean, it, it takes two, you know, it's yeah. always been that way. It takes both masculine and, and femininity to really just be at the peak of, of having it all kind of in the, in the way of, you know, it, it, there's benefits to both. And without one, you can't have the other, just kind of how I feel like you can't have good without a little bit of bad. You wouldn't be able to recognize what that looks like. If you didn't have struggle in your life, you know, you couldn't really appreciate the times where you're, you know, successful and you're manifesting all these wonderful things in your life. And so likewise, you know, there's kind of a yin and yang to to men and women and that we are, you know, we're supposed to be in in unison in a lot of ways. Totally. And I feel like so much of um, the issue today is that women have taken on more masculine roles, right? And willingly, we want to work, we want to go out and provide for our families. And all of that right. is amazing. There's nothing wrong with that. The, mm -hmm. the flip side is that in doing so, we've lost touch with the femininity, right? So, so then we're super out of balance. And then in, in certain regards, that has emasculated men for in some, in some instances, right? Where then, right. then it's yeah, flipped definitely. and the men are more in their feminine. And it's like, wait, wait, we've got this like kind of all backwards right now. And yet yeah. I feel so blessed and lucky that we're in a time where we are recognizing that, you know, this is, mm -hmm. I believe that we, we reincarnate, right? So we all come back and we choose to be here and now, right now. So most mm. people look at the world and think, damn, that shit is fucked up right now. So, right. And, right. and yet that's what the mainstream media wants us to think and believe when in reality, actually so much is shifting and so much light is flooding onto the planet and the vibration of humanity is rising in a really fast way. Um, and that's that's part of, uh, women remembering that they're capable instead of being suppressed and abused and all the things that men have been taught to do, you know, so there's no shame in man at all, you know, it's more like compassion, right? Mm -hmm. And, and speaking on you, you do the spiritual teaching um, at the rise gatherings, you also do, uh, you said booty yoga. It's, it's yeah. B-U-T-I. Yeah. <laughs> pronounce like booty pronounce uh, like booty it can be misleading so actually right. booty is an ancient indian marathi word that means the mm. cure that has been kept hidden or secret and this feminine focused practice is reminding women and really it's for any person of course men can join in as well uh, right. but it's going to ignite your feminine power and it's about remembering that you have the ability to heal yourself from within and the movements are very much uh, centered to awaken your kundalini energy and tap into that part of yourself that has been shut down. So we do a lot of spiraling in the hips and in the ribs and you're unsticking all mm. the stuff that's been stuck for really 
you know, generations, we hold that in our DNA. And, Mm -hmm. you know, our cells carry memories within them. So in the booty yoga practice, we also use a lot of vibration. So the vibrational toning is actually toning our, not just our physical body, but our spiritual body and our mental bodies. So Mm -hmm. it's completely transformational. And um, like I said, I had been in fitness for 10 years. And when I found this practice, it, it was like, oh my God, this is so fun, right? It's to uh, (laughs) fast music and loud music and you're dancing and you're moving. It's primal movement and tribal dance and uh, power yoga, but Mm. movement through the asanas. And it's, Mm. it's kind of like my soulmate workout. So Mm. it's, it's (laughs) really, really fun. And it's, it allows women to be in their bodies in a safe space where no one's judging them, no one's watching them. And that's freaking transformational. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and how how do you feel like you use social media to connect with women that are kind of part of your tribe, basically, kind of like-minded and um, even if they're not like-minded, but just in need of, of kind of... Um, your content almost Mm. um, could, could benefit from your content, I suppose. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because when you first contacted me, remember, I was like, I was, I was a surprise Heidi because I was like, wow, I've been having such a love hate relationship with social media. (laughs) And when you said, yeah, I think everyone does. I was like, she is so right. Um, So, you know, I've, I believe that we have these platforms and they can be used for good. And mm. I feel that if I can drop a little bit of wisdom or a nugget that can connect with another woman and elevate her to take her higher, then that takes me higher too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's fulfilling. And that's what I love about social media. That's what I love about Instagram, you know, that, that you can search a hashtag. And for me, Instagram is how I totally found my tribe. It's how I connected to other people to remind myself that, oh my God, I'm not alone. Because sometimes whether you're a mother or you're just a woman and you're starting to learn new things and, you know, awaken, it can feel really isolating and lonely uh, if other people in your circle are not. And for me, social media was that modality to connect and to to just not feel so alone. And I really, that's part of why I do what I do is so women can remember that they're not going through this alone because I think that so many of us walk around and we think that we're the only ones with our problems. We think we're the only ones that feel sad during the day at times or whatever, you know, right? Like that we have this stress um, and that everybody else has it together. Um, So that's totally the flip side of the social media is that you might think, you know, the compare and despair. Uh, But I figure if I can speak authentically and truthfully, then, you know, it's just a little bit more good in the world. Right. Exactly. I think that's one of the biggest things that I've come to with social media is that if I am being authentic, if I'm unbothered, you know, when people are kind of um, just not being authentic in themselves and 
they're almost providing this fake kind of um, reality for people to then just feel crappy because they're just like, oh, look, you can, you know, just have a child and look perfect. And, you know, they and it's like, you know, I don't know how to explain it, but it it kind of bugs me. You know, it bothers me to kind of know that some people are are posting this like fake version of themselves and if it makes them feel better about themselves that's great but most often if you have to go through and really edit your pictures edit out stretch marks you're unconsciously or subconsciously telling yourself you know this isn't okay to have this isn't okay to post this this part of me that is something I can't physically erase but do it on my phone um is is what is acceptable and me as I am without that is unacceptable in a way and so I often find myself being bothered by that and then I say okay the only way to get around you know being a little frustrated by that is to be authentically myself and promote that because that will empower other women to do the same as I feel like other women have done for me when I see women posting pictures and things that are are pretty vulnerable I feel empowered oh my gosh so completely agree in every way you're so right and you know I think that that's kind of part of the issue right is that at the core uh for every woman it's our our how do I want to say this the core of the issue of every woman is that we don't love ourselves and that we don't believe that we're enough. So that is amplified on social media. And, you know, to actually bring it back to Mama Gina, part of what happened for me was that I learned to love and accept myself in a way that was deeper than I ever had before. And it was like, wow, I had been doing so much work. And listen, all of it, uh, matters. All of the work matters. All of the work counts. You know, your affirmations, looking in the mirror, all the things. Um, but when you finally get into that place where you actually, truly, deeply, unconditionally love and accept yourself, that's freedom. That's total freedom. And that's when, like for you, Heidi, to be posting all your vulnerable things and inviting women who, You know, I love that you say, like, it doesn't matter how many followers you have or how big you are, like your voice still matters. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was really, I so connected with that. And I I admire that so much. And, you know, I just think that that's that's the issue for most women, right? And so that's part of what I teach is is this self-love. And what does that mean? What does that look like? And how do I get it? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's always, it's always, um, it's like it takes upkeep, you know, it's like a muscle, you just, you got to work it, like if you don't work it, and you let it go for a while, um, you'll, you'll lose it a little bit. So it's definitely something that I find myself like, having to keep up with certain rituals and practices that I have, that I know work for me. And I know in certain times of my life, I've had to switch those up to be more accommodating. And sometimes like, something won't work anymore and I'll have to try something new. But I think that's part of being human and just getting to live a life in general is going through the motions every day and trying to be better than you were the day before and understanding that 
you're not always going to be on point. You know, you're not always going to be the perfect representation of what you value. Um, but the the fact that you're even trying, the fact that you put in that commitment and work is is enough and that, that you're worthy of of that time, you know. Totally. What's your favorite self-love practice, Heidi? Uh, I tell myself, especially in the car, I have the tendency to like yell out while I'm in the car Hmm. that I love myself, that I, if I believe it, I know that I'll achieve it and just kind of affirmations. And I'll find myself like yelling it out loud. (laughs) Yes. I'm like, if anybody is looking, they think I'm like angry or crazy. (laughs) But that's okay, because it just kind of ignites this fire in me to take on the day, you know? Yes, totally. And and really, it's, you know, you mentioned, you know, how we have to have these rituals and practices, and it's every day we have to right. recommit to ourselves mm-hmm. to show up. And mm-hmm. that is freaking hard, you know, that, right. that takes <laughs> so much effort and and intention, right? Mm-hmm. To show up for ourselves. Cause as women, we'll show up for everybody else without mm-hmm. even thinking twice about it. But to show up for ourselves really requires us to be uncomfortable and, and to, like you said, work that new muscle until it becomes just a non-negotiable, beautiful part of your life because it becomes who you are. Yeah, totally. And, um, I meant to ask you uh, your advice on spirituality because we're kind of getting into that of like, first I'd like to ask what, what does being spiritual mean to you personally? Mm, I love that question. Uh, Being spiritual to me really just means being in the flow of life. It doesn't mean, you know, it's tapping into the source energy that we've all been created from, that, that we're all participating and playing with, whether we know it or not. So being spiritual to me is really using the universal laws in your favor, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's allowing instead of pushing through and mm-hmm. it's, it's deepening a faith in something greater than yourself, whatever that is, you know, whether that's yeah. God, the universe, the goddess, source energy, it doesn't matter what your word you use for it, as long as you use a word that resonates with the core of you. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's accessing your higher self. And I believe we're all guided. And that when we find stillness in the mind, we can hear the guidance and feel the guidance differently and that when we have faith and trust that life is happening for us we can we can surrender so much more and uh, you know for me personally I did not grow up knowing how to do that Um, I needed to control everything I would have anxiety about if I wasn't in control and that is really not a, a, a loving way to live. It's, it, it's super constricting, right? So when yeah. you tap into spirituality, then you're in the flow and then miracles can happen. Yeah, that's beautiful. And that's definitely, I completely agree with you. I think I've learned that more. I think you learn that 
a lot through motherhood because of the fact that you can't control what your child does. (laughs) And although you have the best intention for them, you know, you have to understand that they are their own being and that sometimes they might actually be smarter than you or more willing to listen to their intuition than you are. You know, you're so scared, like, no, don't climb the monkey bars or, you know, you, you want to protect them in every way, but you have to let go, let go of the reins a little bit. And they end up teaching you so much if you, if you let them, you know, and that's, I think that's where motherhood has really guided me to a place of being like, recognizing that I need to be a little less um, feeling like I need to control everything and just having faith that um, things will work out as long as that I am putting um, my best into something or just what I can into something that I know um, if I have the best intentions and everything like that, I know things will flourish whether or not they come out the same way that I imagine them to because I think we all have that like oh things are gonna work x y and z in this order exactly and that's how they'll make me happy or that's what will make me happy but oftentimes the happiest moments of my life are not planned you know yes mm -hmm. beautifully said Heidi and I super agree because you know I I feel the same way like my children are my teachers And, but I just have to stay in the space to allow that. Right. And that's, that takes conscious practice to remember that these little beings have so much wisdom within them and they're always showing us. And I mean, for me, just the fact that the human body of a baby can be formed in a woman is Mm. so miraculous and so incredible that it's like, oh my gosh, like that alone, like that's spiritual to me, right? That something like that can even happen, you know, like that there's, that's like why they say, you know, you don't understand until you actually become a mother because you can't feel it until you have this tiny life growing inside of you. And that's profound. That's Mm -hmm. just, you know, like the only word I can say is it it is miraculous. It really is, you know? So it's, it's feeling into that and, and honoring that really. Yeah. And I want to say, Marie, um, this was a really great conversation. I feel like I know you Mm. (laughs) longer than this conversation. (laughs) And um, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing, sharing your wisdom. Um, Is there a, do you mind sharing your handle and where people can kind of find you? No, that would be wonderful. Uh, on Instagram, I am at marie.free, F-R-I-E. Um, and that's where uh, I, I love to engage the most. Uh, mm-hmm. I have taken a slight hiatus and I am making my comeback. So I'm excited <laughs> to um, I'm excited to reemerge and, and connect deeper with women there. And Heidi, thank you so much for having me. This has been such a joyful pleasure and same, you know, I think that's the coolest thing, right? When women just connect and we go right to the heart, it's like, oh my God, we've probably talked about deeper stuff you and I hear than like, you know, maybe I ever have with my neighbor across the street, (laughs) you know? Yeah, yeah. I think social media definitely has the 
um, and technology in general has the advantage that we get to just kind of be ourselves more readily than, you know, if we're in person and we know each other through so-and-so and, you know, everyone's kind of wearing their little masks and yeah. they're just kind of in their space of like self-consciousness, I guess. And, um, yeah, it was really, it was wonderful talking to you and I'm sure we'll talk again. Um, I wish you all the best in your rise gatherings. The women who get to work with you are very lucky. And, um, I hope you guys go ahead and follow Marie on Instagram. She has some wonderful posts and she is like she said, making her comeback. So (laughs) have wonderful content to look forward to. Thank you so much, Heidi. Be blessed and we will stay connected for sure. Yes, definitely. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. So (laughs) what did you think? Marie is pretty amazing, right? She has this charisma about her that is almost infectious and you just can't get enough of it's really wonderful and um i think though like there's details in which we would if we would have dug a little deeper we probably would have disagreed a little bit on some things um and that was just something that i kind of noticed but i honestly didn't care And the reason why is because I know bigger picture stuff with her and I know like just fundamentally that we agree on a lot of things because she has, um, she cares, you know, she's all about love and spreading kind of um, just that kind of love and empowerment and I'm all for that and I think that we get caught up on the like little details and I think we're definitely like that more than ever now and getting caught up in the details and not seeing each other for who we really are and what we're really saying at the end of the day and so I really appreciated having that this kind of conversation with her and letting those ideas flow out of us just as we're talking and She's very insightful in so many ways, and I can always appreciate that. So I hope you guys really enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed recording that episode. And if you did, don't forget to leave me a review from wherever you're listening from, whether it's iTunes, Google Play. I can't think of where else you could review it from. I'm not sure if, you know... Pocket Cast lets you review whatever. Just review wherever you guys can, please. It helps me out so much. I get to gauge how you guys are feeling about the podcast, how you're feeling about specific episodes, whatever it was that made you subscribe to the podcast. Um, just guys gives me an insight into what you guys like. So I'd really appreciate that. And Go ahead and follow us on Instagram. We can keep the conversation going. You guys can let me know what you think, what topics you want to hear more of. Um, I love engaging with you guys and having those kind of conversations. So don't be shy and go ahead and shoot me a message um, on Instagram or 
you know, wherever you find me on the social media platform forms, I'm pretty sure I have an account with all of them. I'm just more consistently on Instagram. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And, you know, go ahead into this day being unapologetically a work in progress.